Hello and welcome to Hearsay, a podcast about justice, talking to the kids who are studying justice. Uh, my name is Toby Reed and I am the criminal justice, criminal justice instructor uh, at Attleboro High School. Uh, it's a three-year program for uh, students who are interested in this field. Um, and what we're doing for a variety of reasons this year is talking to my seniors. So today with us, we have uh, Amalia Esteban. Amalia, how are you today? I'm good. Thank you for joining us. No problem. All right. So uh, first, just tell us a little bit about yourself, Amalia. Um, I'm a senior in uh, Attleboro High. I'm 18, and I'm, I don't know. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. <laughs> Brothers, sisters. Oh, I have one sister. Older or younger? Younger. And uh, what do you like to do for fun? Um, I like to go outside and play with my sister sometimes. How old is your sister? She's 15. Uh, is she a freshman? Yes, she is. Did I have her in exploratory? Yes, you did. What's her name? Jacqueline. What is it again? Jacqueline. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Oh. It, with only seeing them for two days this year, it's weird. Yeah. I remember the name, but I, I can't picture her face right now. Well, I hope I didn't scare her too badly. <laughs> All right, so. If she... I missed that. Go ahead. She's actually thinking if she should join the. Well, maybe after she listens to this, she'll be convinced <laughs> she should join. Yeah. Um, all right. So, speaking of joining, what caused you to join this class three years ago when you were making your decisions? Three years ago, um, I wanted to be a lawyer, and okay. Um, just the thought of, you know, just like knowing about the laws, what the police do, does and everything. It wasn't an excitement for me. Like, I was like, yes, this is what I want to do. And do you still want to be a lawyer? Um, I've actually changed my mind. <laughs> I now want to be a, uh, a business owner. Okay. Oh, what type? So I beat I beat the uh, the lawyer out of you. After no. being in the program for years, you're like, nah, this is <laughs> this is trash. No, um, actually, after my uh, after I go to college for like the business, I actually wanted to go to college to like just to know a little bit more about law. Uh, what uh, what type of business are you thinking of? Um. Any business, I, I guess. I'm not really sure, though. And so, over the last three years, who's been your favorite guest speaker? Oof. Uh, the canines. Did you say the canines? Yes, the canines. They're, they get a lot of love. <laughs> wow. 
I'm not sure what you guys even learned on that day, but it was certainly fun to play with dogs, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, and what's been your favorite project over the last few years or topic that we studied? My favorite one was the mock trial. We had, um, I believe it was our sophomore year. It was. Or was it our sophomore Yes. Sophomore yep. year. We, yeah. That one, I really liked that one. And what was your role in that? I was a lawyer. <laughs> I was the defendant's lawyer. And uh, what about it stands out to you? Like, why, why was that something that you enjoyed thinking or doing? Because um, I got to, like, what's it called? Cross-examine people. And, like, when they didn't give me, like, straight answers, I'd have to be, like, is a yes or no question or, like, you know, get to the point. I kind of liked that. <laughs> uh, it is it is enjoyable, isn't it, to, like, try to crap your opponent or whatever? It's, like, yeah. strategy. And so uh, what are your plans for post-high school? Uh go to college, graduate, and then find a job. Where are you th what uh where are you thinking for school? Actually, I have um my top two choices right now are uh Curry College and uh Wheaton. Have you gotten into both of them? Yes, I have. I didn't I don't think I knew you got into Wheaton. Congratulations. Thank you. Um so you, you, now you just have to narrow it down to which one of them is your is going to get your money. I have not decided that yet. <laughs> Are they comparable, like as far as money and stuff? Did they offer you similar stuff? Yes, they did. Good. So are both affordable-ish? Yes. And I know college. No college is affordable. Is college yeah. is it affordable-ish? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So what topic are we here to talk about today? I'm not sure. I, I kind of forgot. So you have to refresh. What topic are we talking about? What do you want to talk about? Anything at this point. I, I don't remember what, what I wanted to talk about. Well, originally, weren't you looking at some more on drug stuff? Yeah, I was. And why was that a topic that was of interest to you? Because it wasn't interesting that those days, because, like, you know, there's always, like, drugs on the street. You're never going to, like, stop it. I know, like, police aren't never going to stop it, but, like, there's always going to be, like, drugs on the street or there's going to be something like going wrong with how things are going so I kind of just wanted to do something on it and so what are your thoughts on let's say do you think that drugs should be uh, criminalized punished for use uh, decriminalized made legal what, what are your thoughts on that stuff um, I'd keep it illegal but um, if someone were to get caught with them, yeah, I think they should, like, either get punished for it or, like, I don't know. 
Yeah, and like, I don't know, because huh. yeah, because if you get caught with it, yeah, it's a reasonable thing to get like stopped or like get arrested with like heavy drugs. But if it's just like something that's not even cause for like a, an arrest or something, then I'd understand too. So should uh, should people get in trouble for like what do you think of like the legalization of marijuana? I'm fine with that. Why? <laughs> because mar marijuana isn't um, that. Uh, what do you say? Like a heavy drug. People can use it for medicine or or I don't know, just to smoke it. And how is that different from like, I don't know, cocaine? Cocaine is actually a heavy drug, and cocaine you can overdose from like either having too much cocaine or something. And mar on the other hand, marijuana you don't OD. And what about uh, prescription pills? I mean, if you have a like, I know like people can like, what's it called fake a, a doctor's signature and like get prescription pills. That should be an illegal offense. You should probably go to jail for that because that's not correct. All right. What about? Oh, yes, but what if they're like? What if they're prescribed um, painkillers and they become addicted? Over the time they take it? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess, I guess it wouldn't. Um, oh, geez, that's that's actually tough. Um. Um, okay, so if they get addicted over time, I guess, like, they'd have to go to either, I don't know, anywhere that could help them with, like, that addiction, like an AA. Yeah. So, do you think that they should be punished for that? If it's prescribed by an actual doctor, then no, I don't think it should be. What if? What about possession of it? Possession of prescription pills by an actual doctor. Yeah. Wait, what was the oh? Um. Oh, jeez. Um. <laughs> Yeah, see, I don't think there's nothing wrong with it. Like, if right. a prescribes you pills, it shouldn't be their fault, or it should be your fault that you got addicted to walking. It should be your fault. Yeah. Say that again? No, I'm, I'm just going over, like, see, if a doctor prescribes you pills and then you get addicted to them, it's not the doctor's fault. It would be your fault. I think.
Yeah. So you're in pain. You take some pills. The pills are addictive. You become addicted to those pills. That's your fault. It wouldn't be the doc. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, I mean, on one part, it is the doctor's fault, but on the other hand, it's your fault because you're because what if like they're taking more than they should, and that's what's making them addicted, or like what if the doctor put gave them too much, I don't know, pills, yes. But if they are an addict, should we be criminalizing addiction? Mm, no. So then what do we do with them? Nothing. We just, um, let, them, we just let addicts run around on the street? I mean, that's what they they are doing now. Like, some people are addicts and they, like, walk around. The street, like, let's say you're in Boston. You see a lot of addicts there. I mean, you can't do anything about it. Police aren't going to do anything about it either because, like, they're gonna be like, why, 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 why should we like lock them up if they have nothing on them? Like, whatever. But should, as a society, should we try to help them? Honestly, I just let them be because I don't know. Like, they're addicts. I like, I will There, there's no reason for them to go to a prison or jail for something so idiotic. Now, but the argument is going to be that uh, people who are addicted to drugs, that often leads to crime, right? Okay. Like they need the drugs and they don't have the money, so they steal. The theft goes through the roof um, when you have a uh, epidemic. And so it leads to crime. So can we, do we have an obligation as a society to try to prevent crime? I mean, yes, while well, we do, but at the same time, like, it kind of depends if, if it's several people that are doing it, yes, I, I would, like, help them and, like, lock them up or whatnot, so, I mean, yeah, on one part, yeah, but there's, like, other people that aren't doing anything and, like, are just, like, you know, like, so drugged up want to even move or anything then i i don't understand their part like they're not going to do anything until like they feel like they need to agreed so when you have someone who let's say they um they're addicted and they don't want help mm -hmm. do we have an obligation to help them it's not our obligation but i i do believe that they should get help. From whom? From anyone, either a meeting or or like just someone that's there to help. Like, let's say you like come across someone and like, you're like how like, you just start talking to them. Maybe like they just want someone to talk to or something. And so do we as a society, like once again, do we have a obligation to prevent crime well, one, do we have an obligation to prevent crime? 
Yes. Okay. And so if we think that we have an obligation to prevent crime, then if we know that addiction causes crime, do we have an obligation to help with addiction? Yes. And if we can eliminate the number of addicts, then we can lower the crime and make the place safer for everyone. I mean, technically, it's not only addicts that do crimes, but I guess it would help one way. No, no, I'm not saying it's only addicts who do crime. I'm saying that uh, when you have people who have addictions, that that tends to lead to more crime in an area. It's not okay. the only reason. There are, there are other reasons. Yeah, I guess that's, yeah. And so, once again, do we have an obligation to provide um rehabilitation for the people who want it yes should we provide rehabilitation instead of prison or jail or should rehabilitation be part of prison and jail it should not be part of prison or jail so if someone is addicted should we should not punish them by putting them in prison or jail we should if they want help get them help yes um, what if they don't want help then if they go off to the streets again and they get caught then it should be a criminalized offense or I don't know so like if we catch you with unprescribed pills you don't have a prescription you're not supposed to have them uh, we offer you help and you refuse help should we then punish you? Yes. But if we offer you help and you accept it, we should offer that as an alternative. Yes. Okay. So uh, we should be able to punish people for violating the law, but we should possibly also give them another option. Yes, we should. Okay. And we think that's fair. Well, I think it's fair. Why? Because for those that want to actually get help with their addiction, they shouldn't even like they shouldn't even like have like go to jail if they're trying to get clean or something. They should probably just go somewhere where they can help, <clears throat> where like they can help them. But if there's like another like addict that doesn't want help, that's like no, and still wants to like do stuff like with either take unprescribed pills or or cocaine or whatever they do then yeah i think that should be a criminalized offense they should go to jail okay um and the purpose of jail is to do what i don't know stop them from like ODing or i don't know So to remove them from the environment that was toxic. Yes. Okay. Um, and what about someone who wants to get help and we provide help and then they relapse and become addicted again? What do we do? We have an obligation to continue to provide rehabilitation, or at some point, is it like you made a choice? Like we tried. This is on you. It is on, I would say it is on them because they tried, well, we tried to help them and they just 
went back on it. I mean, that's their fault. And so, uh, personal, <clears throat> excuse me, people have some sort of personal responsibility. Yes. Um, and so should we be, so we should be, um, I don't know, helping the criminal justice system deal with stuff like drug addiction by working with rehabilitation centers, working with those uh, those places, but also working with law enforcement and the court system and stuff like that. Yes. Uh, do you remember Judge Mathers coming in last year or two years ago? Yes, I believe so. Uh, he's the one who run, runs the drug court in Taunton? Yes, yes. Um, any? Do you have any thoughts on that particular model? I kind of don't remember that much of what he said, but um, it was kind of interesting. I mean, I'm not really, uh, I don't remember the details. <laughs> so if you get arrested for your uh, drug crime, you can choose to go to drug court instead of regular court. Um, they put you in a, if you're going to be in jail, they put you in a specialized unit for people who uh, want therapy and are getting 12-step program and are going to meetings and it's a drug-free zone, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, if you're not in jail, then you have a certain obligation to keep a job, contact your uh, probation officer, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, stay clean, go to 12-step programs. And then every month or so you go to court and you check in with the judge and they make sure that you're what they you know that you're still straight they also try to make sure that you are like help you like if you lose a job they try to help you find one if you need a place to live they try to help you find a place to live and so the the whole thing is about trying to get them um to be functional members of society rather than um just locking them up and he's right uh and he and judge mathers was very passionate about that program he was one of the first to start it in Massachusetts, and he thinks that it is definitely worth doing. Oh yeah, it is. Um, so do you think we should have more programs like that? Yes, we should. And so like Attleboro does not have a drug court. Taunton does. <laughs> Go ahead, what were you saying? That we should. Okay. Um, And as you can see, this stuff gets really complicated really quickly, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and so, you know, I can understand why people want to use the criminal justice system to punish people for breaking the law. I can understand why people want to use rehabilitation to help people who are breaking the law. I can understand why people want both and how that's difficult. It's it's hard when you have someone who's addicted and they don't want help, but you know they need help um, and they don't want it and you know that they need it. You know, like, how do you fix that? Um, and that gets really hard. Yeah. yeah. Right, like, can you force someone to get better? 
isn't a question. Yeah, why not? <laughs> okay, you can't one to make them try to get better or like get off like drugs. It has to be their like they have to do it voluntarily. And uh, oh, go ahead. You cut out for a second. Sorry, and just like if they want to recover, then they should like they should try. But if they don't, then you can't do about it. Um, and I think that's especially with like the war on drugs, where it gets tricky, right? Because there are people on both sides, or if there are even two sides, there might be more than two sides. Um, mm -hmm. There are people on all the sides to this stuff because it gets it's complicated right like so if someone doesn't want to get help and we know that help is what they need um do we as a you know we tell people that they have to wear seat belts right we tell people who ride motorcycles that they have to wear helmets um can we force someone to go to therapy or, or rehabilitation no we can't should we i don't think we should Forcing someone at the right call. But we force them to go to jail. Technically, yes, but technically you shouldn't force someone to do something that you don't want. I mean, Even if it's better for everyone. Yeah, see, you shouldn't force someone off dr like to get off drugs or anything because that'll just harm them more and they'll want more is it okay to force people to wear seatbelts yes it's for your safety even if you but don't you have a choice to not wear a seatbelt i mean yes you do because it's isn't it my my safety my choice mm. Okay, that's a hearsay, but no. <laughs> well, I mean, should should people be able to choose like their their path of life and should law the, the criminal justice system say we don't we're not going to get involved in that? Like should we criminalize behavior? Like we do, we criminalize behavior like seatbelts. We we fine you, we give you a ticket if you don't wear one. Is that okay? To give a ticket with Non yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so we're forcing people to do something they don't want to do because we think it's safer for everyone, right? Yes. And that's okay. For the seatbelt one, yes. <laughs> so why not the drugs, which is obviously a way more serious issue? Because drugs are different. They're gonna be, you know, they're gonna be everywhere. Like you're at the corner of Seattle or stop and shop like they're always gonna have drugs on them so if they don't want to stop then they're not gonna stop and then if you force them to stop they're just gonna get more mad and they're gonna eventually get mad at you and then try to either attack you or do something to you right which is now a crime well yes if it's not now if that's a crime then yes they should get arrested for that but couldn't we have prevented this crime? Oh, God. <laughs> I mean, 
Yes, but no. How is it yes, but no? Yes, because they could be in they could be on their way to jail or prison or somewhere to stay or they could be going to a rehabilitation center. I'm like that would help them, but if they're don't want to go and if they're uncompliant, then I guess yeah, like that should have been something to look out for before all that started. Um and I know I'm just at this point I'm just picking on you, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my job. <laughs> and so, you know, this gets this gets complicated, right? Like, why is it okay that we force people to do stuff for the safety of others, but we don't want to force people to do stuff for the safety of others in other circumstances? Why do we allow some behaviors but criminalize others? Um, what What's the difference? And so the, these sort of things get very complicated. Yeah. So... Uh, any uh, last ideas or words on this on this particular topic? <laughs> no, I do not have any more to say. <laughs> um, any other last words or about other topics? Oh, let's see. No, I don't think so. So, my last question is. Uh, why should people care about Amalia Esteban? I mean, I know no one's going to care, but um, I don't know. Like, I feel like over the years, I've changed very much. And, like, I try my best to do what's good for people and what's good for myself, I guess. And and that's why people should care about you. No, I'm I'm just trying to think because um, why should people care about you? Well, if they wanted to care about me, then they they like that's their choice. <laughs> but um, if they wanted to care about me, I guess like. I don't know, like, I'm a, compa a compassionate person, and, like, I'd help them with whatever, like, is wrong, I guess. I don't know. That's actually a tough question. I never asked myself that question before. Well, you're about to uh, graduate high school and go to college and figure out how you're going to make an impact on the world, and that's the question that you need to start to think about, right? Yeah, that is a, that's a long-term question to actually think about. Yeah, well, guess what? <laughs> You're about to enter the long-term part of your life. Oh, yeah, I can, yeah, but, like, at the same time, you kind of don't know the answer, but you know the answer, and, like, you're just blank about your answer. Right, so, uh, like everything else, uh, there isn't a, a singular right answer. Um, yeah. So, if it's going to be something, that, but we should have something to work towards, right? Yes. Like, you know, I'm not saying that our justice system is perfect and works great. I'm saying that we should strive towards a better justice system. Yeah, we should. And so how do we strive towards a better Amalia Esteban? 
right? What do you, what, what value do you bring to the world that we can continue to rely on? And I think you're right. I think that you are a kind, compassionate person who, who tries to help out people. Um, and that's something that I think uh, a lot of our guest speakers have talked about, right? Mm-hmm. Do, do work to better the world, not just to make yourself a better person. Yeah. Right? So, um, you know, I do think that you exhibit those qualities. And I think that you you should recognize that and then try to figure out, like, how do you how do you use those qualities to make the world and you uh, a better place? And you're, you know, about to, as I said, you're about to enter into the working world uh, pretty soon. And how are you going to maximize your your place in this world? And that's that's the question I'd like to leave you off on. Not that I think you have an answer, <laughs> um, but that's the one I'd like you to be thinking about. Oh yeah. All right. Well, thank you for your time. Thank you. And I will see you uh, Thursday. All right. All right. I'm.